Hey, Noah. Hey, Zafram. Oh, hey. Hey, We're Noah. We're doing something new. We are. We're different. We're, We're recording from different locations. We are. I'm currently in Gulf Shores, Alabama. Yep. And I am in the midst of war in Somalia. And there's surprisingly stable internet connection. Really pixely as you said that. Oh, really? <laughs> on my, on my screen. Um, uh, um, hey, Noah, have you ever wondered what it would be like to have um, a horrible tragedy befall your family on the frontier, on the American frontier? Unfortunately, I haven't had to wonder, <laughs> for I am Native American. <laughs> that was a great setup. I did not do that on purpose. <laughs> Well, anyway, um, if you chop me up into 32 pieces, one of those pieces is very upset right now. (laughs) Um, Well, I have wondered what it would be like to have my daughter kidnapped. And there are not, this is the crazy part, is there is a way for me to figure out what it would feel like. And not only one way, but two. Hmm. True Grit, 1969, and True Grit, 20. Six, 16? 2010. 2010. Oh, wow. I was way off. It's old. Um, well, I guess also you could count the Taken movies as that same category. Yeah. Film, and the Searchers. And um, I guess Star Wars. But yeah. it, it'd be... Yeah, Kenobi, definitely. Um, oh, yeah. Well, on the topic of Star to- Wars... We seem to always get on it. Have you watched the new Indoor series yet? Andor? I've not. Andor? Whatever. It looks to be the highest budget one they've done. So like, that's they've what thrown I, the that's most what money I think. in that one. Why did they do that? Nobody cares about this character, but it looks good. I'll give it a it looks great. I'll give it a shot. I'm going to watch it. I cannot. I, I, I just want to sit in on a... Like a, like a what's it called? One of the, those board meetings with Disney, just like one of those casting meetings where they just throwing out ideas. Like, all right, guys, we need ideas for new Star Wars stuff. Like, hey, you know that movie that did kind of okay? That one minor character in it. Let's make a whole show about him. I don't know. It's it's classic Star Wars. That's just what they like. Ever since the beginning, it's been like let's make a comic yeah. book series about Boba I Fett. Don't know. Since George Lucas' wife's died, nothing great has come out. Did she die or I think they just got divorced. Same thing. <laughs> I guess in George Lucas's eyes, perhaps it's the same. <laughs> in mine too. Yeah. <laughs> Team George. Uh, <laughs> Marcy is dead to me. Anyway, we're not talking about George Lucas. We're talking about Drew Grit. Directed yes. by George Lucas. No, that'd be cool. That would, um, I For a second. <laughs> and this maybe this will be the prototype for what we've wanted to do for a while which is have start a series of not qualified debate episodes Ooh. where we debate things. Ooh. So I'm this currently be a- enrolled in philosophy. Oh, Granted, so- it is intro to philosophy. Yeah, no, I'm doing the <laughs> non-traditional student route to the whole college thing. 
And so I'm a 24 year old in a class with like children. Yeah. And they're like, does God exist? <laughs> and then you just completely demolish their worldview because you have like three extra years of life under your belt. <laughs> that, that and like harsh religious experience. I say harsh as in, no, I'm going to leave it. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, but anyway, true grit. True grit. So, uh, yeah. There's two of these can, movies, aren't there? Th- there are. And I like one better and you like the other one better. But we we'll both see, like them both. I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, that I've been in favor of the 1969 one with John Wayne. Yes. And I prefer the Coen Brothers remake, which is mm-hmm. weird for me because I almost never like remakes more than the original. Never. And you know what but I did? I have some, what? I recently watched clips of the two. Yeah. I think the newer one is better. Oh, well, this isn't going to be much of a debate episode, I guess. <laughs> but <laughs> You know what? Hold on. I'll hold on to it. I'll hold on to okay. it. Okay. So tell me about – you can intro us into the original True Grit. Just give me an, an over of overview of why you like it, what it's about, and man, then we'll go from there. It's a classic cowboy movie, man. It's one of the it OGs. Is. Next to my man, Monty, no one quite sits on a horse like Monty. I don't, Tom Selleck's movie? Anyway. Mo- wait. Uh, uh, Quigley Down Under. What do you? T- <laughs> no, it's I, who's in that? Quigley Down. I think it's. I don't know. I think it's just called Monty. I, I watched it at my grandparents' house. I this just, is where I watched Tom this Selleck one too. Is also in Quigley Down Under. Is he really? Yeah, a lot um, of people watch uh, watch westerns at their grandparents. People are. Yeah. Age. Well, see, this is where I, I watched this when my grandma. She put this on for me and my grandpa, and we had like sandwiches, and it was like nine o'clock at night because that's when they eat dinner. And she's like, you're going to really like this movie. And lo and behold, I was like, this is probably the greatest movie I've ever seen. So it takes place in 1880. I think both of our movies are the same plot. Yeah. Um, mine only made $31 million in the box office. Did it? Out of, what was the budget? Oh, where do you find Dream. that at? Okay. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to look at the 2010 one and see what it made. So obviously the one I like had John Wayne. It had Glenn Campbell, Kim Darby, Jeremy Slate, you know, Robert Duvall, all the famous actors I'm going to pretend I know about back in the 70s. <laughs> Robert well, Duvall, he was in, uh, he, he's obviously, he's most famous for the movie Secondhand Lions, but he was also in an indie film called The Godfather. Um, so, <laughs> but most people know him from secondhand lions with Michael Caine. I where he legitimately <laughs> love that movie. That is one of the lions? best movies. Yes. That's a great I've only movie. Seen it once. I've, only seen, I've it once. seen it countless of times. We can't seem to talk about true grit. We're having trouble, aren't we? <laughs> Do um, we like this movie? I like it. I like it. I like it. I, oh, I say I like it. Um, so our, both so, of our movies have the same plot. They yes, uh, John Wayne's character <laughs> finds this. You tell the plot. I'm a little rusty. Yeah, I am too. I, I mean, I I'm okay. So Frank Ross is wait is murdered. Uh, <laughs> Somebody's so in 1880, Frank Ross Man. of Yale County, Arkansas, is murdered and robbed <laughs> by his hired hand, Tom Cheney. Tom Cheney, Ross's um, young daughter. So John Wayne plays a guy named Rooster, which always makes me think of red versus blue. And they're here <laughs> to track down the murderer of a guy and his daughter. Um, 
the daughter of the guy murdered hires Rooster and they go to track him down. And then what ha- what happens? Doesn't she go with him? She wants to go with him and he's like, no. He's like, no, you're right. a girl. You can't do anything because it's right. 1969. So they try to ditch her, right? And it's 1880 and then, also. Right. But then they, they, doesn't they she ditch follow her. Them? They leave. And then she like tracks them. Gotcha. Okay. All and like, then the movie is the journey of him tracking down this outlaw and her tracking down him. And then they get together and then the thing happens. And then no spoilers, you know. No spoilers for People our die. audience. It's sad, that, but it's also yeah. great. Did um, you know this took place in Oklahoma? Not until I was just reading the same Wikipedia article you were. Um, <laughs> but yes, I didn't know I did. that we went. I didn't, we went raw into known. this. I might have known. <laughs> I might have known that and forgot. It's been a while since we've seen these. But um, okay. But I, I'll tell you some things that I remember liking about True Grit. Okay, um, and I'll tell you why I like the new one better than the old one. So okay. I love westerns. I'm a big fan right. of westerns. Um, and True Grit's one of those classics that you got to see, uh, based on a book, which I own and have not read. Um, but, uh, it's a, uh, I, I really love the premise. I love the setting and I love the climax of this movie. Uh, the climax, whenever he, uh, spoiler alert, I enjoy too. Spoiler alert. When he, when he, you know, shoots the guy off the horse from a distance. Yeah. yeah it's a great scene. Fill your hands, you son of a bitch. Yeah, it's good stuff. But yeah. um, what I don't like about True Grit, ironically, the original is John Wayne. He yeah. is. I like John Wayne in a lot of things. I like The Searchers. I, li- I like plenty of stuff. But in this movie, it's like toward the end of his career. And he is like maximum John Wayne. Like it's almost like he's doing an impression of himself. His voice is so absurd and he talks so loud that it just drove me up a wall and I I had a hard time getting through it. Jeff Bridges, on the other hand, in the new one is one of my favorite actors of all time. He's getting old now, man. Have you seen him lately? Not in person. He will. Yeah, we hang out. Fridays, we go bowling. Um, Nice. I wish. I'm going to look him up really quick since I have the access to the internet. Okay. Jeff, Jeff? if you're wondering, he's 72 years old. How did you do that so fast? I I just clicked on his name on Wikipedia. I guess it's fair. You have that open. Um, 72, man. He was born in 1949. He's also one of those rare Hollywood celebrities who married his wife and has been married like his whole life. Oh, I'm looking at a picture Since now. Since 1977, they've been married. Isn't that awesome? Hey, Jamie, can we pull that picture up? Does that work on all podcasts? You know, Jeff Bridges was good in this movie, but it was no Tron. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking RIPD is where it's at. Oh, for RIPD. Me. What was the thing he used to Jimmy? do? Was there? Was it a podcast or an a audio album? Where he would talk you to sleep and it got oh really my creepy. goodness, um, sleeping tates with, um, I have it downloaded somewhere. I'm like, I'm not even kidding. Yeah, we used I'm, to fall I'm, asleep to that, dude. It's it is phenomenal. Can we add audio and pictures to this as we like? <clears throat> if we add that audio, we'll probably get copyright stricken. So you can't, probably can't play anything. No, just is it a possible for the future? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sleeping tapes. It's on Spotify. Check it out. 
It's okay. awesome. That's probably his best work. Uh, and anyway, it just feels so, like he's whispering to you as you slowly drift. How away. much did you say? True, True Grit made thirty one million at the box office. That the is nineteen. Well, the original sixty nine version. Yeah, yep, made thirty one point one million. The twenty ten, the just the budget was like thirty eight million dollars. So just the budget alone was more than the first one ever made. And then the, the new one made $250 million at the box office, which is a pretty good return. How much? Two, $250 million. Wow. I'm going to look at 31 mil adjusting for inflation. Hey, good, good call. Okay. So one thing I love about the new True Grit was um, – Uh, I love the it's it's Coen Brothers, so I really loved the atmosphere and the cinematography of the new one. Um, mm-hmm. I just really like how it almost feels mythical, like on his journey. It doesn't really feel like the real old west, like the like the first one did. It feels like a um, like a mythical journey. Um, you know, it's like the Odyssey or something, which I guess Coen Brothers have also adapted that, but. Uh, it doesn't quite feel real, and I really like that. And then the cinematography of it, how cold and empty it kind of feels at times. Like I'm thinking of when they're going through the forest and they find the guy hanging uh, from the branch. I really love that whole scene. Um, Is that – I'm trying to think of that. There is one Whoa. thing weird. What? Sorry, I just got this back. Thirty-one million in nineteen sixty-nine, adjusting for inflation in twenty twenty-two, is worth two hundred and forty-eight million. We'll just go wow. ahead and say two hundred and fifty million dollars, because it's two hundred forty-nine. I am um, running up again. Uh, hold on, I'm going to pause this. Uh, so anyway, uh, I day I like shift. The, what day shift is that movie I just watched? Day shift. Sorry, I got think I'm thinking about westerns right now, and then I thought about like one of my favorites is this movie, and my other favorite was released two years after the re-release of this one in 2012, Django Unchained with Jamie Foxx. That is a fantastic movie. Yeah, one of the oh. better ones ever made, in my opinion. I mean, I, yeah. if you like Quentin Tarantino or not, this was a solid movie. It's probably my second favorite Tarantino movie, but. On the topic of Jamie Foxx, he was recently in a straight-to-Netflix movie featuring Snoop Dogg, a movie called Day Shift. It's with uh, James Franco's little brother. Dave. Dave Franco? Yeah. yeah. Oh. (laughs) I know it sounds fake, but that's his name. (laughs) That has got to be one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Really? It's about them hunting vampires. It it's such a bad movie. Like it's not thought of. It, I mean, they, there was no thought involved in this movie. Yeah, it's you should. We should watch it right now on then, the podcast, and then kind of do one of those. What's it called? That uh, commentary track. Yeah, but what, there's like a show that does it. Oh, oh, uh, um. Mystery Science Theater 3000. Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yes. My brain kept saying 2001 Space Odyssey, and I was like, I, I kept not. going uh, super fragilistic cakes, being audacious. That's not even a movie. That's a quote from <laughs> Mary Poppins. <laughs> um, 
So before we get off the topic of true grit, I want to say, because we haven't <laughs> talked about it much, I was going to say though, uh, I love both of them and I'm going to rate them. And so are you. Um, okay. Like we do. And remember when you rate number one is your best, your favorite movie ever. And 100 is the worst movie you've ever seen. So you just put it somewhere in the middle, you know, like a 20 is a really good score. A 50 is right in the middle. 70 is pretty bad. 90 is really bad. Which but, one am I rating? Uh, let's do the original first. And I think I'm going to give it a, hold on. Let me think of this in my head. So 20, 10, 20. <clears throat> I'm going to give it a 20. It's not in the twenties. It's a 20. Okay. I'm going to give it a 35 and I'm going to give the second one a 29. Whoa. It's only six points one, apart. Just so I can have like some continuity involved. I'm going to give the new one a 28. Those are high up there. I really, really like both of these movies. Yeah, they're great. Maybe someday we'll do a full debate episode where we actually rewatch them. We need to. Um, and then we need to watch Tron. Yeah. And Starman. <laughs> Starman is my favorite Jeff Bridges movie. I, I got to say, seen though, it. dude, you, I have to make you watch it. John Carpenter, and it's we, so good. John Carpenter, I try to watch all his stuff. He's my favorite director of all time. Yeah. And he Starman just is do one scary of those. Stuff. No, yeah, Starman's not scary. Starman's like a sci-fi romance movie with Jeff Bridges oh. and and Karen Allen from Indiana Jones. I think I've heard of this movie, and I I wanted yeah. to watch it. I watched yeah. it just because I heard it was one of John Carpenter's. You know, it's like a movie you don't hear about anymore. Right, and it is um, in my top. Well, actually, I'm going to go to my Letterboxd right now. All right, you're and top 105 movies of all time. One hundred and one. One hundred. Starman. Is number thirty-one of all time. Wow! Right below Ghostbusters, right above Gremlins and Star Trek Two. Above Gremlins and about eight in front of Twelve Angry Men. So you, know, you talked about <laughs> yeah, yeah, you talked about us rewatching Gremlins and then watching Gremlins too. Yeah, because you uh, think dude, it's a great sequel. No, it's not just a great sequel. Don't misquote me. I think it is with with the exception of Empire Strikes Back, the best sequel ever made to anything. Really? Yes. You know they made two pitch perfects, right? <laughs> I do. I do. But no, really though. I think for this Christmas we got to do a Gremlins episode because Gremlins 2 blew me away with how stupid and awesome it was. Um So that's not what we're talking about, though. We're talking about we were talking about true grit, and then uh, now we're talking about general over- how overview. bad day shift is. You well, know, I got one last keep thing. Having these- <laughs> what? Uh, my last <laughs> thing about true grit was that there's a scene in the new one, at the very end, where they go to like a carnival, and there's something weird with like Coca Cola or pet or something. There's some weird. I don't remember what it is. There's something weird that made that didn't make any sense to me. And I had to do a lot of Googling. Do you remember what I'm talking about? No, not at all. All right. Talk about Day Shift. Is probably the worst movie I've ever seen. I'm Is like it number 100? I'm really considering it. I oh, Let me read you this review here. No, it's like six pages long. I lied. Um, wow. People don't hate it as much as I do. 55%. Which is bad, but not terrible. I I can't believe this. Okay, here we go. Let's let's read this, guys. Hey, Jordan Menard. 
Are you kidding me? I'm gonna read you. I'm gonna read your review. First review I've ever left. This movie is so bad. I need to vent. How could a movie with Jamie Foxx and Snoop Dogg be bad? Day Shift is proof that no matter how likable the cast is. Wait, hold on. Go back. How could a movie with what did they say? Jamie Foxx and Snoop Dogg be bad. Uh, why, why do they think that that exempts it? If, I, if you told me that there was a movie with Jamie Foxx and Snoop Dogg, I would assume it's bad. That's pretty bad, right? Because, <laughs> yeah, Snoop Dogg, turns out, can't act. You know what he plays? He I forget his character's name, but he plays like a cowboy. They call themselves cowboys. 100% spoiler alert, but I don't even think you should get mad at me for spoiling this movie. Because you're welcome for suggesting you don't watch this movie, the four listeners that we have. Uh, so day shift, Jamie Foxx is basically a freelance vampire hunter. He runs on hard times and he needs some extra cash. So he goes to the agency or whatever they call themselves, where it's like, it's got this like government paid for vibe where they're like the CIA of killing vampires. Uh-huh. And so there's very specific ways to kill a vampire. The dialogue in this movie is horrendous. It's like a six-year-old child wrote this. The story is impossible to follow. Uh, All vampires are evil. All of them. Until Dave Franco's character gets turned into a vampire and then is just still himself. He just decides to not be a bad vampire. And so immediately I'm like, so wait. All these other vampires are just evil people. They're just jerks that they want to end the world just because they're vampires. We see, and then there's another vampire who's like, hey, I'm also a good guy. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I am I'm. cannot speak poorly enough about this movie. I thought Jamie Foxx, I, I used to hold him in high regard as an actor. I'm like, this man is an amazing actor. No, Anything he- he's in automatically improves. The only reason he was so good in in Django was because of the direction of Tarantino. Like Tar- uh, Tarantino got the best out of him. But even in like other things he's in, like Amazing Spider Man Two, I'm I like, you know, okay. I mean, he's okay, but he's not nearly as good as he was in Django. You know what I'm saying? I may, I guess I'm maybe I'm wrong because those are the only two things I've seen him in. What is he? Let's look up from Jamie Foxx. What else was he in? Since we need to fill time. Do we need to fill time? No, we, we can wrap up, but I do have a couple other things I wanted to read about True Grit. <laughs> he was in Baby Driver. Oh, no, he was good in that. Okay, I take it back. I take it back. He's good. He's fine. Speaking of singers becoming actors, Glenn Campbell is in True Grit. Glenn Campbell's in True Grit? The original. He's the other guy. Glenn Campbell, the singer, the country singer. He the, plays the blonde guy because he's the blonde He's blonde. Oh. He's dead. He he doesn't he die? Him. What happens to him in that movie? Spoilers. Uh, yes. Okay. Listen. So, yes, Glenn Campbell's in that. And then I also wanted to bring this up because the director of the original True Grit, Henry Hathaway, uh, listen to this is a, guy, a name I don't recognize, but listen to some of the stuff he's directed, right? So he directed, he was an assistant, uncredited assistant director on Ten Commandments. And Ben-Hur, which is pretty crazy. He was also uh, the director of, uh, oh, what else did I find? Um, How the West, he, so in How the West was one, he was the director of just certain segments of it. And then 
True Grit was one of the last things he directed. He directed probably one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I don't know, like forty movies back in the back in the day when you could do that kind of thing because you made a film every three months. Yeah, back when you didn't have to pay attention to any actors' guild. Yeah, what happened in those days, man? Back um, when movies were good and people were all underpaid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, also, I wanted to, since you were reading that review of Day Shift, I yes. wanted to read. I wanted to re- read a review of True Grit that made me laugh a lot. This is somebody reviewing True Grit, the original, on IMDb. They gave it one star. And what the name? The name of their there's only like five one star reviews, and this is one of them. And the name of his review says bad just bad go burn in well you know and then this is his review <laughs> this, and this this is all lowercase there is no punctuation and there's lots of typos so you can you do, can you do your best and just to read yeah it i'm just like gonna power type? through okay this movie was complete crap and didn't tie into anything at least the new version has some taste in this movie she didn't even lose her arm i could have been really easy but i do like how it expanded on it like set you up for what was going to happen later in the movie it wasn't one of john wayne better movie it was one of his most boring movies of his and i've only seen like five of them <laughs> but all <laughs> but all this movie were good i didn't like this movie at all what all but this movie were good i didn't like this movie at all when labeef got hit by little rock weighing maybe one pound he died but in the new one he got hit by a 15 pound and got up and he felt fine so yeah i got problems with this movie i do not like it can go to he double hockey stick i don't like it at all it can burn (laughs) oh my gosh also, I like that his <laughs> criterion for what makes a good movie is the size of the rock that a character gets hit yes. with. This <laughs> guy gets hit with like a one pound rock and dies. <laughs> That's totally unrealistic. So yeah, this could go to H-E you- double hockey stick <laughs> and burn. Kid with a one what? pound rock and see how he likes it. This was written by like a six year old kid with access to his mom's computer. Mm-hmm. And like they're not disciplined at all. Absolutely, you he wasn't even. Well, he, he must be a little disciplined because he's afraid to type out the word hell. So you're right. He, he typed out <laughs> H-E double hockey stick. He typed it out like, oh yeah, H space E space double hockey stick. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, double hockey stick. Um, all right, we get we're we're trailing. We should wrap this up. What were you talking about that was not related to Drew Grit a second ago? So many things, man. Jamie Foxx. In fact, I want to. I want you to delete everything I said about Day Shift. That way, I don't even have to think about it anymore. I don't no, want I'm people gonna, to know that I watched it. I'm going to leave it in. So, well, um, we need. Yep. So this was a trial run. Obviously, yeah. This, <laughs> this is, is the first fun. time recording in different I locations, but it was fun. It worked well, yeah. and. Yeah. Uh, Next time we'll just come up with, I mean, you know, we'll do a normal episode where we're actually talking about a movie. Uh, but I, I also like the ramble episodes. They're, they're fun. They're fun. Yeah. You know, are we uploading this one? Yeah. Nice. So where's Unless Joe? What's to. Joe been doing? Are we going to give an update on his life or do, do um, we need to wait for him and, to do that? And we'll let him do that when he's on next. I guess that seems fair, but. All right, you give an update on his life then. No, I don't give an update this. on his life. I hope okay. he's doing great, he's but also, oh, yeah. I didn't think we were going to say it like that. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll upload this one. We can do an actual episode on True Grit in the future, but no. we, we just spent half an hour on this, so we might as well <laughs> let the world see it. <laughs> All right, Noah, it's been fun. Oh, Zephram, it's been fun too. Just remember. On this end, back here, right. what did I say it was? Gulf Shores, Alabama. Gulf Shores, Alabama. And uh, yeah, the Somalian, the Somalian insurrectionists are getting close to my house. Hey, so I'm if you subscribe to, to our Patreon, only you will know where we're actually at. Yes, Spoilers. This video will be on Patreon. Go to patreon.com. I don't know the link. Just find not qualified. It's, it'll be there. It will. It's in our, yeah. Uh, you pay for Patreon. In, I don't pay for it. You don't pay for Patreon? No, you just set one up and other people pay you. They just take a cut. That's how it works. Oh. Hey, man. That's why that, scary that's pockets why get really yeah, I, was, I was about to say, that's what fun <laughs> scary pockets. So I'm good with it. All right. I'll see you next time. And also, don't forget to leave us voicemail. Yes. Uh, call 918-268-6337 and leave us a voicemail of what you want us to review, uh, which we actually have a few we can listen to and and do because people have left some that we have not responded to. So we should do that. I look forward to it. All right. Everybody, bye. Goodbye. Thanks for... Thank you.